back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello, welcome back to 93.7 FM, The Ticket. Uh, you're watching Court Vision with BTO and Kill, uh, streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and the Allo channel, 95.1. We want to start off this second segment by giving a quick shout out to our JV team, Doan Men's Basketball JV team, who mm-hmm. are actually playing right now at uh, Concordia. Solid, solid team they're going up against. Shout out to Coach Niz, Coach Larrabee, Coach Prince, Coach Richmond, and uh, all the all the players because they're 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 they are hooping right now. Yeah, they're playing well. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. So those guys have an opportunity to move up or no? Yeah. Um, okay. Some yeah. They're, they're, some of them are actually being moved up after uh, Christmas break. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um. And some they some of them do deserve it. They're they they are they are playing really well. Uh. Mason Crumbless right now, he is averaging a solid, I think, fourteen points off of like seventy percent field goal percentage. Uh, Jonan Clausen, uh, from Creighton Prep, he's averaging, I don't know how many he's averaging, but he's doing really good and he's shooting like forty, at least forty percent from three right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, that helps the shooting slope out. You get some of those yeah, guys in the uh-huh. mix. Mm-hmm. Does that put pressure on you guys? Can you guys get moved down? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. There, there, there's a little bit of talks of that, but you know, uh, try to keep our mind off of it. Uh, you know, just focus on our next game. Yeah, I mean, it's just like any league, right? NBA, mm-hmm. you can move down to the G yeah. League. You can't focus on that, though. Yeah, no. But speaking of Prince, right? We talked about it a little bit off break. Apparently, oh, yeah. you were once the same school as Britt Prince. I did indeed, and obviously committed to Nebraska, which is huge. Because I'll tell you what, uh, women's sports here at Nebraska, they do an awesome job about keeping in-state talent in. Yeah. And Britt Prince is definitely one of those. What was that like watching her? Because I'm curious, what point did you know, like, oh, man, she's next level material? So I, I heard about her coming in. So, so we were a brand new school, obviously. Yep. Um, and like I, I knew a couple girls on the on the team because they're they're my friends. And they were telling me about this one girl freshman coming in. She's like she's coming from Fremont and like Fremont is a powerhouse high school for girls basketball. Yep. And they're like her mom is coming in and coaching the team and then her daughter's going to come in and she's she's amazing i watched her highlight reel i'm like okay she's pretty skilled for her age and then like the first game she dropped like 20 at least 20 points as a freshman i was like yeah she's she's good she's the real deal and then it just kept going yeah and kept going yeah like kept going she is now in her yeah three state championships in a (laughs) row which is crazy we've been open for a school as for three years now so, so wait, you're th- that school's three for three? Yeah, three for three for girls basketball as of right now. And wow. Britt is now a senior, and in their uh, season opener, she dropped like 45 points, 40, 42, I, I, 45 points. I believe it. Yeah. She it dropped was, 40 on me. <laughs> like, I'm not. She could probably break my ankles. I'm like, she's, that's one thing when I was watching her. Like, it's not like she's got some, obviously, athleticism. But it's not even that athleticism that would kill me. She's it's, just skilled. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have such a hard time guessing mm-hmm. what she's going to do. So that's why when we're talking about that WNBA, mm-hmm. I'd be curious, right? Because that's one where it's like, how good is that execution? Yeah. It just might completely throw you off your game, especially when 
herself. She might have a tough time scoring against the seven footer that you guys have, but yeah. a three level score nonetheless. Who yeah. knows? Might might be able to get your I seven mean, footer to jump like, up in the maybe air. Maybe she and get doesn't need to go trouble. into the paint. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah, when uh, did you guys have the opportunity to watch her, Killian? Did you have an opportunity to watch her yet? No, not yet. No. Okay, this will be a fun one. When we get to the uh, when basketball's all said and done, we get to the playoffs. Brandon, you set him up on that because yeah. she is she is so fun to watch. They'll they'll be at state. They'll be at state. <laughs> There's no question. There's no question. Dropping 40 points in her season opener, my lord. Yeah, it's crazy. And they she got it. They, they got a transfer just last year from Fremont, who was her AAU teammate, who is also D1. Mm. And they're they're ranked right now. Britt is one, and she's number two. McKenna Murphy, she's number two. So they have the top two players in the state on the same team. Just absolute powerhouse. Yeah, both guards. Or? Both guards. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Man, have you guys ever? Who's that one player that you guys encountered that you were like, "Man, this guy is next level stuff." Have you guys ever met any of those guys that you had to play against where you're like, "I don't know what the yeah. ceiling is, but yeah. it's it's way higher than most." Yeah, um, for me, probably Josh Dix. Uh, have you heard of him? He was he mm-hmm. played at uh, Abraham Lincoln, uh, Council Bluff School. Committed to Iowa. He's at Iowa now. Yep. Uh, Either between him or Jaden Dawson from Omaha Central, and he plays at Loyola Chicago. He just dropped like twenty six points. Yeah, I figured I was waiting for Dawson. I know one that's one probably one guy you encountered, but yeah. Yeah, he's he's the real deal. He's good. Uh, what about you, Killian? Um, uh, Tozan and Wabu. He plays for. He used to play for Princeton. Okay. Um. So, met him when I was like, first summer playing basketball, fifteen. Um. Just from the first time I saw him walk on, it was like, oh, okay, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> and then the next year, he just got even better. He got bigger. He grew like two or three inches. Next summer, he was really balling. Uh, he used to play for England quite a lot as well. Um, <clears throat> another guy, Blake Bowman, he was a like 6'5", super athletic, super quick guard. He, I think he went D1 to Kansas State, but I don't know. I don't think he stayed long. Okay. I know he's back in the UK playing pro right now. So yeah, yeah. it's always kind It'll of fun when you meet those guys because mm-hmm. you don't have to second guess it. You know, I'll remember uh, my C2, you know, C2, you're not thinking you're going to have the greatest of great athletes, but we had a guy named Stephen Hillis who would go on to play for the air force. Unfortunately, he turned out he had diabetes. So he had, mm-hmm. had to leave the air force. And now he's mm-hmm. playing, I think for um, South Dakota SDSU, he had to go down. He's, but it was, crazy going up against him because we kept running this play in football practice and I was playing the edge rusher mm-hmm. and he was pulling on the crack Yeah, and they messed it up so we ran it again. They messed it up so they ran it again. So I took like five crack blocks in a row from him and on like That's, the very last one, uh-huh. like I just went down. I was like I'm not taking this anymore. <laughs> like I was at that point, like we already knew he was D1 caliber and yeah. I was like I'm getting killed out here. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. Like he would crack block me and I would fly like 40 yards. Those- those hits add up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was insane. And I knew right then and there, like, yeah, football's not my calling card. <laughs> if this is what it looks like, I am nowhere near that level. Yeah. Um, but it is good to kind of have those experiences to let you know where I was at. Because I was at a point where I couldn't even compete yeah. with him. So mm-hmm. it's like maybe with you guys, it's like, yes, this guy's better, but I can at least compete with him. Uh, I was at a point where I was like, yeah, that's what the level's at. Nowhere near it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's always uh, it's always fun to kind of see those players. You got any other players that you encountered early on that just really took off? Oh, um, I gotta think. Uh, Reggie Thomas of Hast- from Hastings. He, so he's not D one, but he's 
easily a D2 or D1 talent. Um, I've played him at least like 20 times. and Because like we'd always face off him in summer leagues. I'd face him off in AAU. Never in the school regular season because he played at Westside Class A. Yep. Uh, I played at a Class B school. Um, but I would always see that dude. Uh, we're pretty good friends though, and I, I love him. Uh, but he's he's tough to guard. Can't. He's just like a <laughs> big bowling ball that can <laughs> shoot. Yeah, you gotta shout out those Nebraska athletes. But yeah. let's yeah. let's switch pace here a little bit, and we'll dive into it more on the next segment. But you guys are talking about it, the midseason tournament in the NBA. I'll be quick on it. I thought it was going to be a dud. I think it's been actually awesome. What are your guys' yeah, initial thoughts? These the atmosphere of those games are, are completely different. And like the way the players are playing, like they're actually act looking like they're playing for something, mm-hmm. which I mean, they are, but like, I didn't expect the in season tournament to have that much of an impact this quickly. Cause mm-hmm. like, it just seems like a playoff environment, like a game seven playoff environment. Cause you know, it's, it's, it's a one game elimination. Like if you lose your game, you're out. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's awesome to see. I hate the courts though. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad you said that. The courts are horrendous. Disgusting. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Uh, looks yeah. like I'm watching like Boise football. Yeah, I got the blue turf field. Yes. I can't stand that. It, no, it, it looks, especially when you see the Lakers. Yeah. Oh, Lakers got one of the worst color schemes one, for that. The one right now in Las Vegas for the for the final four teams, it's like red and blue. It's disgusting. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Killian, I don't like the courts. That's uh, me and Brand don't like the courts. But initial thoughts on the midseason tournament. Uh, courts suck. Yeah, <laughs> I have to agree with that. But uh, no, I think I think the players are bought in. Um, they're definitely playing with more like fire and aggression than I thought they would for like a midseason, you know. Because in the past, there's been a lot of guys like resting games or mm-hmm. you know, limited minutes or whatever. But it's good to see people actually, you know, buying in and playing hard. So yeah, especially Tyrese Halliburton. I'm glad you brought up the Pacers. He is he is, he is hooping right now. It's crazy. He's averaging 20. Rounded up 28. It's 27.9 points. So it's 28, it's 28 points, points and 11.9. So 12 assists per game. Yeah. An insane double double threat. Yeah. And he's killing teams. Mm-hmm. He smashed Boston's hopes and dreams of winning that tournament with that one and one three. Mm-hmm. That was insane. That was crazy. And the Pacers in general, have you noticed how much more they really love it? Because oh, it's yeah. a younger team. Yeah. Their money isn't this big. Yeah. So they're like, oh, man, we, we might get half a mil. If we yeah. could win this thing. Uh-huh. Like, if you've been watching the, like that Celtics game, there was not a single Pacer throughout, like, pretty much the entire second half sitting down. Mm. They are so locked in. The Pacers right now are probably my favorite league pass team. Yeah. Like, the amount of effort they play with. And we talked about Tyrese Halberton. My Lord. <laughs> and I think their offense is, like, close to averaging, like, 130 points per game. Yeah. It, yeah. All their guys can shoot threes. Their defense is funny because they give up the paint. Like they they close out on the perimeter. They'll let all the guys attack the paint, uh-huh. and they're like, "Okay, Miles Turner, it's all on you. You're here to protect the rim, and whoever else is that help defender rotating over." And they're okay with giving up a lot of points in the paint, just because if they do get a stop, it can lead to quick transition buckets. Mm-hmm. All in on offense. It's yeah. so fun to watch. It's, Maybe we'll have to dive in on the Pacers more, but go ahead. It's definitely surprising and. Another team that's pretty surprising is the Minnesota Timberwolves, sixteen and four right now. Rudy Gobert is actually playing like a NBA center, how an NBA center should. Let's talk about that because yeah. Rudy Gobert, the comeback of Rudy Gobert. I think a lot of people are down and out on him, but the Timberwolves, 
surprisingly a strong contender in that Western Conference. But don't go anywhere. The Don't Athlete Project here with Killian and Brandon. We got one more segment on the other side.